Hey y'all, welcome, welcome, welcome into the room. Make sure that you tell a friend that we are here. We are here in the building. They tried to count us out today. I'm not sure if you've been made aware, but today Facebook and Instagram took a nap. They took they went to sleep on us. Uh, they told us good day, God bless y'all, and good night. And I believe that everybody went into a mighty God panic, okay? So uh, we seem to be back, or some people are back. Everybody ain't back, but I'm just glad to be in the number. We back. We here, and we, we proud about it. So wherever you're watching from, however you're watching, thank you for being a part of Call Me Cora, okay? So for the new booze, this is for you. And for the crew booze, you already know what to do, okay? We here, here we go. A one, a two, a one, two, three. I say, welcome, welcome to my room. Welcome, welcome to my room. Welcome, welcome to my room. We welcome you to my room. Welcome, welcome to my room. Welcome, welcome to my room. Welcome, welcome to my room. We welcome you. The CJC crew welcomes you to my room. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If, again, if this is your first time, I welcome you here for the first time. Hopefully it won't be your last time, but I want you to know that I'm glad that you are here. We're going to start this off with a nice move, Cora chat. And before we even begin, okay, I just wanted to let y'all know that I told you yesterday that I had a very special guest that was coming and uh, we were going to have a chat and we were going to have a good conversation. So I want you all to please welcome, okay, with your hands, your, your round of applause, welcome my God sister, my coach, my friend, my sister in Christ, Teresia Dean Stevenson. Please enter the room. Let the people know that you're here. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Call Me Cora. You're the first guest of live that we have had on Call Me Cora. We are so glad you are here. What did you think about Facebook and YouTube shutting down today? Good night. Well, I mean, the conspiracy theorists in me that I try to put under thought, oh my gosh, something's going on. Something's it's the government. They're trying to shut it down. They want us to pay for Facebook, so they're yeah. going to do this reset. Nobody's safe. Nobody's businesses are safe. Yeah. Run, hide, bob, and weave. But then I calmed down, and I thought, maybe it's just a simple crash. Maybe they'll get back. A simple running. crash. Yeah. But a I had small, a moment of panic. A small glitch in yeah. the system, if you will. I was not nervous at all okay not not the least bit nervous i think the only nervousness that i did have in my heart for a moment was all my pictures 
and videos. Now, y'all already know y'all have been using Instagram and Facebook to save your pictures and your videos. And if they crash, that is the first thing I think of all of my baby's pictures and videos is on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. To be deleted. The memory. And shut down. So what that means is back up your phones around here. Back up your phones and your photos because Facebook, they're a little shaky. They, they in a little shaky situation, it seemed. They in a little shaky situation. Well, okay. So I wanted to come up with our ferocious warrior of the day. And I thought that this story was just very, very, very sweet. Um, it's about a little boy who has become an absolute conqueror and overcomer. And so I want you all to take a look at the story for the ferocious warrior of the day, Cameron Scott. Cameron Scott has, oh, hold on. Our producer is, is pulling up. He, she pulling up the story in a moment. It's coming. There we go. Okay, so the story, as it were, is this young man, Cameron Scott, has survived, overcome, and conquered cancer. And you all know who have, have been on the show or you've watched the show, you know we pick a ferocious warrior of the day. And so he had a very, very rare stage four brain cancer. Cancer, and he has beat it. He has beat cancer. And I just wanted to celebrate him. I know that there are children out there that are fighting their lives, fighting for yeah. their lives, fighting for just joy and peace again for their families. And I know that there are families out there who just need encouragement. Maybe your, your child is fighting cancer. Maybe you are in the hospital room, in the NICU, in the ICU, praying by your child's bedside. I just wanted to encourage you with this story today that there is a ferocious warrior out there, Cameron Scott, this little boy, he went into the hospital probably with a different diagnosis. And we know all too well how the doctors will tell you one thing, but God says something different. And when God says something different, these are the stories that we get. So shout out to Cameron Scott, to Cameron Scott's family. Shout out to him. May he live long. May he prosper. May he go and declare the works of the Lord. May his purpose be fulfilled in this earth. We are so, so grateful to be able to acknowledge and celebrate him and all of the children who are out there battling cancer, beating cancer, and yet to win. So congratulations to Cameron. All right. After we do uh, our ferocious warrior of the day, then I do my Coach Cora tips. And I think that it is just only right since my coach is here, the coach that got me to where I am via Octavia, huh? I, I put it in like that for you, um, that you would give us a coach tip today. So, Give us a coach tip that you feel is relevant, um, that's going to be healthy, that has helped you. Give us a tip, uh, a coach tea tip today. 
Um, so I'm going to gear my coach T tip to, uh, mental health. You cannot neglect doing the heart work, which is the mindset work of any weight loss program that you do. You can't have one without the other or else you'll just revert back to where you originally started. If you want things to change, they can't stay the same. And you have to go ahead and do that mindset work. And I also, in addition to having a, a health coach, I also want to recommend don't neglect doing the mental work by getting yourself a therapist as well. Because sometimes our eating habits are deep rooted. They're not just what we think we see on the surface. Um, some of us eat our feelings. There's childhood wounds. There's all these things. There's all these concepts and covenants that we've made with food unknowingly, inherited things that we have to work through. So don't neglect to do the hard work. Mm. That's my coach tip. I love that. Don't yes. neglect to do the hard work because sometimes it's hard to do the hard work. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it can be difficult. Okay, so then if that your yours is a mental health tip, I my coach core tip for you all today is write your own affirmations. Write your own affirmations. A lot of, like she said, a lot of our things happen in the mind first. And if you would just start to encourage yourself in the Lord, if you would start to write some affirmations out, even if you hear the affirmations that I'm giving daily to you all, and some of them sound good to you, resonate with you, or are relatable to you, write them down, put them in your car, put them on your mirror, put them on your phone as an alarm alert, like just to remind yourself, hey, have I affirmed myself today? Have I encouraged myself today? Have I allowed other people around me to encourage me? Because that's another thing too. Sometimes it can be easy for us to encourage ourselves, but it can be difficult for us to receive encouragement for others. So I just want to challenge you, like set yourself up to be encouraged, whether it's through yourself or through the people around you. Ask yourself, have I done a good job today in making sure that I've encouraged myself? And have I done a good job today in making sure that I've received encouragement for uh, from others? And then as you are moving forward and growing, I just want to really, really emphasize the, the power of forgiveness. I don't know who may need this, but there is such a power when you are able to see someone and be able to forgive them. There is such a power that is given back to you. There's such a power that is able to be replenished and restored in you. So even in that, affirming yourself in, I can be a person that gives forgiveness. I can be a person that can look at someone else and see, yeah, maybe they did something wrong or maybe they did something to hurt me or harm me, but I can I can. Pray for those who persecute me. I can forgive those who've wronged me. I can forgive those who may not be the person or be being the people that I need them to be in this season. Everybody is not going to be what you need from them 100% of the time 
all of every single moment. And so you want to make sure that you're allowing people to be who they are and that you're also allowing people an opportunity to gain your forgiveness so that they can change who they are to be better for where they're going, even if where they're going is not with you. Yeah. Mm. If I can piggyback Come on, piggyback off it. Yeah. Uh, Believe the affirmation. Mm. Believe it. When you speak it and when it's spoken to you, give yourself the opportunity to allow it to be real. Even if you don't feel it, even if you don't see the reflection of it manifest Mm. in the moment, believe it, walk in it, and it shall manifest. Also, when it comes to forgiveness, when you forgive an offense and you're forgiven of an offense, if it pops back in your mind, rebuke mm-hmm. the thought. Yeah. Believe you're walking in that forgiveness. Believe I forgave those that person. If the enemy tries to pop it back up and you feel like popping off, pop back. Pop back. Pop back. Pop back and say, uh-uh, I forgave so-and-so at Tuesday, 3 o'clock. 5 p.m. or whatever it is, I'm leaving that there. I'm walking in my forgiveness. Walk in it. I love it. Yes. Believe it, receive it, Mm. that ye may have it. Okay? That's what me and Tuga, at the end of our prayer, we say, I believe it. I've received it. It is mine. Amen. And that's what you have to do. You have to believe it in order to receive it. If you believe you have received it, then ye shall have it. That's the word of the Lord. So declare that over your life. I believe I receive and I shall have what I believe. All right. Now, what is up next is TV with Cora. And I know that y'all have been depending on me to uh, be updating you on the TV shows and the TV happenings. Lately, I was watching Squid Games to let you all know whether I was going to approve my child to watch it the last time we spoke. And I have finished it since then. And I am not going to be uh, approving her to watch it. This is TVMA for every single reason why we don't want our children watching TVMA. There is explicit content. There is explicit language. There is explicit everything in this show. It is triggering. It is traumatic. Um, And it is not something that I think any parent should allow their teenager uh, that is under the age of 17 to watch um, because it is just very 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 intense and um and very very much it's a lot going on yes what do you think about restrictions and televisions and ratings and things of that nature well you kind of know how i feel about this okay i feel like you know if we are to train up a child i have to guard my children's gates their eye gates, their ears, because whatever they hear and whatever they see, whatever's an example to them, they're going to speak, they're going to react, and they're going to reproduce. And so I have to make sure that I want them, whatever they're watching or they're ingesting, that I want them, is something that I want them to reenact, because whatever they reenact is a representation of me. 
And my mom, you know, my grandma, they didn't like, you better go out here and act like you got some sense and act like you've been raised right. Yeah. And so I, I'm very big on creating that structure. I believe children thrive in structure and order. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if we teach them to thrive out of that, then they won't thrive off of what these shows are trying to make them thrive off of, which is emotions. Yeah. And so sometimes those are misleading. So I'm all for the restrictions because it's what's best. We want to be good mothers, good stewards over our children. We want to do what's best. That's best. Yeah. I think that it, it has to, there has to be a boundary because if you let your children watch everything when they're too young to digest it, then when they are old enough to digest it, you either have accelerated their Mm. minds. And so now they are not even able to really meet the moment because you've accelerated their experience. And I think that when we do that as parents, we end up risking our children more than helping them because we accelerate their experience. We accelerate what they're supposed to be seeing. We accelerate what they're supposed to be hearing. We accelerate all of those things. And so when they turn 18, that's accelerated. Mm -hmm. And so I let you watch and do everything you wanted to when you were 13. Now you 18 and you accelerate. And so we have to be careful how that acceleration works and how that goes. And parenting is tough, y'all. Parenting is real. It's a, it's a tough world out here ah. for the parenting ministry. But we're going to get through it, okay? Mm-hmm. TV is accelerated. Uh, and so the exposure that we're giving to our children has to be something that we think about, something that we are are watching. There was a time where Mari could tell me, hey, I'd love to watch this show. And I said, okay, cool. Um, that's cool. Go ahead and watch it. But now we have reached a time where you could be saying, I want to go watch a cartoon and cartoons ain't like cartoons when we was watching cartoons, okay? Tom and Jerry is not Tom and Jerry no more, okay? And so you have to be able to um, to just be cognitive of that. And that's what I've been doing. And so I would also recommend that as well. Like, don't be so quick to say, no, you can't watch it. But I took time. I actually watched the show. I watched it the day that she asked me so that she could see that I was very serious about making sure that I watched it before she did. And Mm -hmm. I'm still navigating whether we can skip some episodes because there are some things that I feel like she's old enough to see, but there are some things that she doesn't need to see. Not that she may not be old enough, but there are some things she just doesn't need to see. There is just, it's not necessary. It's not going to add any benefit or take away anything from her life, seeing it or not. And so, and then I have to also consider her brother because too good wants to do 
whatever his sister wants to That's do. How they so if her, if his sister want to watch Squid Game, he's sitting in my bathroom in the in the doorway trying to peek and watch Squid Game. If she want to watch anime, he want to watch anime. If she like Naruto, he like Naruto. She don't like peanut M&Ms, he don't like peanut M&Ms. All of a sudden, whatever big sister is rolling with, that's how he rolls. So I have to be careful with that too because he's always watching her and mm-hmm. always wanting to to move by the beat of her drum. And sometimes her drum is faster than I would like it to be. So that's TV with Cora. I was doing some parenting, looking up some, looking at the shows and, and things. I think I I think I sh- told them about Attack on Titans. Y'all, my child, she's just she's introducing me to the anime life and it's tragic, okay? The anime life is tragic, it's traumatizing, okay? They're, these babies need therapy. They need some therapy and some counseling and a little hug. Little hug, maybe some sleepy time tea. You know, just a little little wrap of love and some tea. Because, honey, these babies, they're going through. They're going through. They're having to see things they shouldn't have to see. They're having to go through things they shouldn't have to go through. And um, being awakened time. before their time. Come on. Don't awaken don't it awaken. before it's time. Okay. My God. All yeah. right. Let's, let's go on to it was funny to me. What is my it was funny to me? Uh have I been laughing this week? What has been what has been what's funny to me? I think I've been super chill this week. I think what's funny, y'all are funny to me, like people and their reactions and responses, like today. Everybody in an uproar on Twitter because Instagram was down and Facebook was down. And then when Instagram and Facebook was down, then they went on the clubhouse to talk about how Instagram and Facebook was down. So clubhouse was popping. And I thought, this is funny because in reality, Clubhouse just became a public network that that is trying to get more people to come on to their app. And now the only app that worked for a couple hours, albeit a couple hours, the only sites that was working was YouTube and Clubhouse and Twitter. And I just thought that it was funny to me that we as a society have not figured out how to live without social media. Mm. We have not we have not figured out how to not wake up watching it, how to not go to sleep watching it, how to not comment on it, how to not want to see it. We we have become so programmed to grab our phones for social media that it was down for a couple of hours and it hit national news. It hit national news. 
That is how programmed we are. That is how stuck in we are. And that mm. was fun. It was funny to me that we like was hyperventilating down bad about it. Okay. Down bad about it. And I was just sitting here like chilling, like, okay, well, work still got to be done. And uh, people still got to be called. And that's true. And you know, if if Facebook, if today is the last day of Facebook, let me ask you that. If today was the last day of Facebook, have you influenced enough people while you had the platform to do so? And if it has come back, I would ask you, will this change the way that you respond to social media? Now that you realize how quickly it can go, will you now invest to be an influence in the people who are experiencing your platform? Because whether you have 30 followers or 30,000 followers or 300,000 followers or 3 million followers, you are an influence to whoever is watching you. And I wonder, have you given them enough substance where if you left for a couple of hours, they would be okay. You know what? That hits a strong point. Have you gained enough network community and built enough healthy, thriving relationships outside of social media? Yeah. Would I know what you what's going on in your life if I didn't see it on a reel? Yeah. Do I are you tan are we being tangible and relational in real time in reality with people? Are we yeah. cultivating true relationships to build a network upon outside? Of this entity. I don't That's know. Real. Are we? Are That's we? Real. So let that challenge you. Let that challenge you. Let you. You know what we love on Call Me Core? We love self-examination <sighs> on Call Me Core. We love just a moment just to take some time to look at self, examine self, and move forward as best you can. So yeah, that was it. It was funny to me. Tuga is always funny to. Oh, you know what was funny to me is my son and his hair escapades. Okay, the other day, uh, literally the other day, Tuga liked to die getting his hair twisted. He he liked to absolutely die and the funny part was we offered to cut his hair offered at the moment we will cut it right now he does not want his hair cut he doesn't want you to cut it he doesn't want you to twist it he doesn't want anything done to it but it's got to be done is anybody else struggling with a son with, you know, nappy hair issues that does not want to brush, get twisted, wash, nothing? It's the raggedy living for me. So, yes, Tuga and his foolery was funny to me. I had to share that story. Tender-headed and thick hair is not fair. Okay? I need a t-shirt. Tender-headed 
and thick hair is not fair. Somebody give me a t-shirt. No All hair right. and tender headed is not fair. No it hair and tender headed. <laughs> Baby. I can't. I can't with you, Teresh. So. You, you, it's not fair, it's not right, and it's, it's not, not okay. <laughs> it's not. Okay. All right. After it was funny <laughs> to me, we hit you off with a good song of the day. And that prepares us for what is going to be our devotional time here in a moment. Um, what song has been on my heart? What song has been on my heart? Trust and obey For there's no other way To be happy in Jesus is to trust and obey. Trust and obey. Trust and obey to be happy. Jesus is to trust and obey. I need the oh, I need thee. It would be Today, 
My God Today. Our devotional moment is brought to you by My God Today. This devotion is a 365-day devotional for people who are a little ratchet, just a smidge ratchet, but God knows our heart, huh? And so we are going to read from today's devotional, and then me and my sis, we're going to go back and forth on what we hear the Lord saying uh, based off of this devotional today. So today is October the 4th. I know I'm a lot of woman, but not enough to divide the pie. Have you ever been in a situation where you had to make a choice? Perhaps you had multiple love interests and things had gotten to the point where you needed to choose which one to keep and which ones to let go. Maybe you were an entrepreneur. You had a day job that offered you some level of security via a steady paycheck and insurance benefits. It was getting to the point, however, that you couldn't advance your entrepreneurial dream any further without investing full-time effort and undivided energy. Because we are humans who have finite amounts of time, and energy, we often have to make tough calls on how and where we will choose to apply ourselves. There will be some areas where dividing the pie just won't be possible. One of these areas is with God. Far too often we attempt to straddle the fence when it comes to our relationship with the Lord. We try to divide ourselves between obeying God and obeying our flesh. Wow. We are trying to look backwards and forward at the same time, and it simply isn't possible. Ladies, you know how frustrating it is when you're trying to be with your man and all he does is play the game or watch sports on TV. Guys, you know how frustrating it is when you're trying to be with your girl and she won't put her phone down. Sometimes all you want is for the one you love to put it down and choose you. If we are going to choose God, let's do our best to give him the undivided attention that he show enough deserves. We're going to read Joshua 24 and 15. Mari, if you bring that up for me. Joshua 24 and 15. You got it? Okay. Hold on. It's, it's coming up. There we go. It says, but if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. Whether the gods of your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates, or the God of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy. In Jesus, you've got to trust mm. and obey 
That is a song mm. that my mother used to sing when she was cleaning. A lot of the songs that are in my heart often that I share with you all are songs that my mother sang while she would be worshiping and cleaning the house. Go ahead and move that uh, scripture off. And, um, and it really, really ministered to my soul in such a way because it would bring worship into the household. And it was such a beautiful experience and time and moment with God whereby you were cleaning but you were also serving. Mm. You were serving God in both the cleanliness of the blessings that God had given you. So cleaning the house was that moment of, thank you, God, for the blessings you've given me that I didn't deserve, that, that I'm not, not worthy of, but you still saw fit to give me this blessing anyway. And then while I am serving the blessing, I will also be worshiping you and being grateful in this moment of worship allows me to spread myself in your presence and then spread your presence in my house. As for me in my house, I don't know who y'all going to serve. Okay. I don't know who y'all going to clap for. I don't mm. know who y'all going to worship. But as for me in my house, I am going to serve the Lord and I will not allow my house to be divided in foolishness because of faith faltering situations. Mm. When my faith falters in a situation, it gives access to the enemy to believe that I do not have myself anchored properly in the things of God. No matter my situation, my anchor is trusting and obeying God no matter what the situation looks like. I can't divide my prayer and my worry. I can't divide my love for him and be disgusted by what I'm going through. I can't I can't serve both. I can't serve both the agenda of the enemy and the agenda of my flesh and serve the agenda of God, the purpose of God and the perfect will of God. I can't have this way but not be any not have any care or any thought to the other way. There has to be a balance in the way that I serve, but who I serve, I will not balance. Mm. Ah, right. Mm. So when I, when I am sure of who I serve, the only thing I have to balance is how I'm serving what I'm sure of. Mm. When I'm sure of God, I do not balance him but I balance how I serve him. I balance how I show up, how I present myself, how I show up, how I come to him. I come to him in need. I come to him in want. I come to him in desire. I come to him 
looking for my father, looking for my pastor, looking for my leader, looking for my priest, my covering, my healer, my redeemer, my Jehovah Jireh, my Jehovah Nisi. I come to him looking for the things I've seen him be able to be for me. And that's why my house can serve a God like that, because my house can serve someone who they have seen serving me. Mm. I think he has to be the ultimate tiebreaker. Going ah. back to the word. I, it's so interesting, this devotional in this conversation, because I was having a conversation with a friend uh, the other day, and she was like, when you are caught in a situation where you have your opinion and someone you're close to has their opinion and you're left with a task and something to do, action needs to take place. How do you resolve that? And I say, I go back to the word. That has to be a sure foundation, a constant, unmovable, knowing that that doesn't change. My thoughts change. My opinion changes based on, okay, today it was this, yesterday it was that, now it's this. That can change. But the word of God never changes. And I think it really boils down to, as you said, for me and my house, cultivating a culture of a solid foundation, yeah. allowing the word to work on your behalf, allowing God to work on your behalf with trusting him, even if that trust only boils down to a mustard seed. Come on here. Even if it only boils down to a mustard seed. You got to flex your mustard seed. Flex your mustard you seed? You do. Ah, sis. Go somewhere with your mustard seed. <laughs> okay. You do have, well, I think that the way you flex your mustard seed is more important than the actual sizing. I always yes. tell people that your mustard seed is the minimum requirement, yes. But when you plant a mustard seed into the ground, mm -hmm. when you plant your faith, Mm. Then your then your faith begins to grow, and once your faith begins to grow, then who you are can manifest. Who you who God has in you yeah. can manifest. So that mustard seed has the power to manifest more than what you're letting it do in your hand. Mm -hmm. Your mustard seed has the power to move a mountain in your hand, but your mustard seed planted in the ground could produce more mustard seeds. Mm -hmm. And if you get more mustard seeds, look at how many more mountains you could move, how much faith you could move if you decided to, to, to allow your mustard seed faith to be anchored in the ground instead of just held in your hand. Yeah. I think, I think that it's a matter of how we use the mustard seed. Mm -hmm. So if I am going to have a small amount of faith, then I'm going to flex it with everything that I have. And the best way for me to flex my mustard seed is to plant it. So how do I plant my mustard seed? How do I, you know, today I do these things called prescriptions. Today I was like, what am I going to do? What am I going to, and Tuga said what? Talk about the armor yep. of God. I said, okay, nephew, 
All right. So how we do, we armor up to prepare ourselves to tilt the ground first. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we do that with putting that armor up, that helmet of salvation, that breastplate of righteousness. It's, I always say, it's going back to even when I don't see it, even when I don't feel it, it's operating out of structure, order. I believe the kingdom of heaven is a kingdom of God is a God of structure. He's a God of order. And so when we operate out of that, we simply operate our mustard seed by just believing the structure and order laid out for us. I believe the the Bible, the word of God is so simple, even a baby can understand it. Um, and so with that being said, it really comes down to even if I don't, and I'm going to repeat this, even if I don't see it, it's going to work on my behalf. I'm going to choose my will, right? I'm going to choose to make this a reality. I'm going to choose and watch the manifestation. It all boils down to what I've learned in my own personal walk is no matter what, believe it. I've been in situations where I could have veered to the left, but if I wanted the things of God, especially um, I went through a wrestle when it was time for me to go to school for ministry. I, there was a wrestle. I was in a situation. I, I could have stayed and that could have worked out for me, but I would have missed out on the window of opportunity that God had for me to pursue him, to go deeper, to answer the call. Um, and so in that situation, I mean, it bought me down to $5 to my name pursuing the call. And I thought, I had a thought in the moment. I said, God, I mean, it was me, my baby, and $5, mm -hmm. okay? Me, my baby, and $5, boxes in an apartment that I, I rented from a missionary who said, I will pay your bills because he knew I was going to school for ministry. I said, God, okay, I had no for sure job. I didn't know where the next month of rent was going to come from. I didn't know where the food for us to consume was going to come from. Come on here. But I told the Lord, I had a thought. Your word says this. You said that you're a God that never fails and your word got to be true or else I'm in this situation. Yeah. But I press forward anyways. Because I'm like, okay, shaking. I was shaken in the moment. I was shaken and I was stirred. Come on here. I was shaken and I was stirred in the moment. But I said, okay, God. And I put my seatbelt on and I let him drive the vehicle. And you know what? Out of that, I got a brand new car. Mm -hmm. Out of that, I got checks in the mail. Uh, companies paid on my tuition to go to school through ministry. I had childcare going to school through ministry for ministry. He worked it all out because although it was going to bring me to my knees, which it did in $5 to my name. I trusted him. Yeah. That's what your mustard, your mustard seed looks like having nothing and believing that he's everything. Yeah. He's everything. Believing your position in the kingdom. My heavenly seat is at the right hand of the father. Seated in Christ Jesus. I am a joint heir to the throne. And my daddy, my creator, yeah. is in control of everything. 
that's how you flex that muscle, that muscle, that muscle of mustard seed. Yes, the yes. muscle of the mustard seed. That's all yes. that's and that is exactly what I mean by that. Yes. Is it is one thing for you to hold your mustard seed. It is another thing for you to flex your flex mustard it. seed. You got Take to an action. You got to put it in work. You have to put action to what you are holding God accountable for. You've got, I'm going to say it again because that was good to me on the inside. You have to put action to what you are holding God accountable for. If you're going to hold God accountable to the promise, you have to put action to it. If you're going to hold God accountable to protection, you're going to have to put action to it. If you're going to hold God accountable to forgiving you, you're going to have to put action to it. It's going to be difficult. That's why it's hard. It's not always easy to walk in faith. It's not. If you don't put the action to it, the work, then it's what? Yeah, it's dead. Bunch dead. of dead body. Dead body on your face. Dead body on your face. You've no. got to put the action in there. It's one thing to just stand and believe God. It's another thing to shout, I believe God. To move in, I believe God. To read words. To read the word of God and gain scriptures. I had somebody DM me and ask me if there were scriptures that they could Google about uh, joy. And I literally like giggled because I thought to myself, why not just Google and see? Yeah. Why, why not just try and see if you can Google scriptures on joy and see what comes up? We, we don't want to put action mm. to it because we're too afraid that it's not going to be out there or it's not going to be received or we won't be able to find anything. But you will be able to find what God wants you to see. Mm. Mm. And don't neglect, you don't have to go through the tabernacle anymore. You have direct contact. Yeah, direct. You don't have to ask. You don't have you don't need a middle person for your faith. The yeah. only middle the God provided his Holy Spirit. That's the great intercessor that intercedes with us with moaning and groaning. But you don't have to ask anyone to go directly to your creator no. to go directly to God, your father for those questions. And you can go directly like she said to Google. Go you can go and you can get your actionable items. When I talk about in my book Ferocious Warrior, when I talk about the weapons of warfare, I talk about prayer, mm. I talk about worship, I talk about praise, I talk about reading the word of God as weapons actual weapons that you can use against the enemy. We make prayer so difficult when it does not have to be. It is as simple as, as you just going to God and making it, making your requests known, but also making your adoration known. Hallelujah. Don't just go to God making your requests. Go to God making adoration towards him. You do not like anyone to just come up to you and ask you for something without asking you how you're doing. That is so, it's just so raggedy. 
And don't disrespect him by not trusting that he gave you authority. Oh. When you, when not everything needs to be prayed for. Uh, you have been given power and authority. So if his word says, speak to the mountain, yeah. and you're speaking to everybody else and everything else but him in that mountain. That's disrespectful. Yeah. That, like he's giving you that. It, and it boils back down to trust and belief in obedience. Yeah. Yeah. That I mean, that's what it boils down to. I mean, you you gotta you can't Lord, how do I say? You can't believe some things and not all. Mm. You can't half believe it. I believe this part of the Bible, but I don't believe this. Yeah. I, I'm cool with that because that soothes me and that makes me feel good. But this part that wants me to put some action and let go of that friend, that boyfriend, this part that wants me to let go of this job that I feel is my source, I can't do that. I don't want to believe that. You can't be lukewarm. Can't serve too. You can't serve too. You got to pick a side and you got to believe. Yeah. That side that you're on. It's the faith for me. It's the faith. It's the faith for me. Hallelujah. Always. Ooh. And so that is our it's the faith for me segment. After the it was the faith for me segment, we're going to have goody time. Good, 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 goody time. On the line. It's goody time. It's goody time. Yeah, yeah. If you would like to give, you can see on the bottom of the screen scrolling our P.O. box for you to give. And if you would like to um, send goodies, you'll see that. If you would like to give to, to Call Me Cora, you enjoy the show, you enjoy the content, you would like to bless me because I've been a blessing to you. You can see that on the bottom of the screen as well. Help your girl out so we can stay on the L, okay? Internet ain't free. Come on, somebody. Okay. All right. This is from, let's see. This is from Kay Williams of... WKN and Company live in the moment. Okay, hold on. It's secure. I mean, they they mean we want Cora to open it and nobody else. Okay. Taped up, vaulted. I like it. All right, we got tea. We got fruity strawberry blend tea. We got masala. It smells good. Chai blend tea. Oh, nice. We got hand sanitizers, little small hand sanitizers. Let me see here. Do we have an Instagram name? She what? No, that's what you said. It's just an Instagram. Uh, an Instagram. Does she have an Instagram name? Oh, we got lotion. Yeah, we got lotion. Yeah, body moisturizer lotion. Oh, 
Vitamin E. Yeah, it's the goat milk and vitamin E. Uh, almond oil body wash. Uh, body butter scrub. Somebody's going to be having a good little shower uh, time tomorrow. This is a clay scrub. Awesome. Okay, WKN and company. I don't know what your Instagram is, but we are grateful for our teas. And let me find out. It's a candle. And y'all got a candle. Oh, that smells good. Oh, my goodness. That smells really good. This is a nice vibe. It smells like a beautiful Hawaiian garden. Come through a beautiful Hawaiian garden. Take me to the This beach. is organic memory tea. Organic herbal detox tea. We're here for it. Thank you. WKN and company. We thank you for our goodies. Yeah, yeah. I like the little hand sanitizers because I can put it in my I can put those bottles in my little thing that I already got good little refill bottle okay next we got Books, books by Destiny Thomas, a war I couldn't win alone. The Instagram name, The Prayer Pissed. The Prayer Pissed. The Prayer Pissed, P-I-S-T. Like a therapist, oh, the but a prayer pissed. She's a prayer pissed. I like it. I like it. I think it's yeah. good. How okay. prayer pee saved my marriage. Abandonment unveiled. Uh, Ooh. Okay. I, get it now. I like it. Prayer pee and the prayer pissed. At the prayer pissed. I like it. Yeah. Wow. Wonderful books. Great. Yeah, this is going to be great. Over three years of infertility. Wow. As a young woman, she suffered infertility known as PCOS that caused her to experience over three years of infertility. Her condition caused her to lose sight of long-term goals like being debt-free, being able to travel and being mm. able to be active in the upbringing of her future children. The void of not being able to give her husband a child made her feel less of a woman and almost caused her to lose her faith in God. But wow. in February of 2015, she was blessed with her king. She began to share her story with women of all backgrounds and found that there wow. were so many with similar journeys but also many with no knowledge of these disorders. She realized she had to make an impact and decided to muster up the courage to finally tell the whole truth about her infertility journey. 
Awesome. Thank you, Destiny Thomas, for sending us your, your story. We appreciate it. And then the last is, well, we've had Marjorie on here before, but I think she just sent some more shirts. Marjorie Gettys. And that's her Instagram name, Marjorie Gettys. I like the orange. Yeah, me too. It really stands out. And she's got children's books and she's got t-shirts. This is her t-shirt. Zooming in there for y'all. Love it. Love her shirt. It's awesome. All right. And that is that, y'all. So, we will now show our crew boo of the day. The crew boo of the day. Okay. The crew boo of the day. The crew boo of the day is KB at KB. She is the crew boo of the day. KB underscore one zero nine. She is, they say, a twin of mine. She is also a PK. She is also so very funny and is such a support to both my family and my sister's ministry. I met her at Woman Evolve. She's always sending me messages, but I picked her today because she has joined the October challenge and she checked in and drank her water today. And so we are sending celebrations to you, KB, for drinking your water, indubitably. All right, and now we will do a Q&A. Let me grab my phone because that's where my questions are. I'm going to do four questions and then we'll get out of you all's hair. Okay, how do you get your skin so beautiful? Well, I have been using Tiff Body Skin Care, Tiff Body Skin Care, and I've been drinking a lot of water, and I do not do very much soda, if any. If I want something carbonated, I will get like the sparkling ice drinks. But I drink a lot, a lot of water, and that keeps my skin clear as well. What's my favorite song right now? Uh, my favorite song right now is Wonder Woman by The Western. I guess that's their name, Western. Wonder Woman by Western is my favorite song right now. 
Um, how long are my workouts? 45 minutes. How often do you work out and how long when you do work out? Um, recently, I've been doing a lot of walks. I start back up with a trainer um, on the 15th. We'll be doing 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I think 30 to 45 minutes is good. Yeah, I think that's doable. Sometimes I just time 20 minutes and I go on a 20-minute walk. Yeah. And sometimes you got to break it up. You know, do mm -hmm. 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes in the afternoon, and uh, do a five-minute rest and relax stretch or something so you can get a full 45 minutes in. You don't have to do all of your 45 minutes in one setting. You really don't. It's no. about micro habits, yeah. too. I mean, even if you had 15-minute break and you wanted to use five of those minutes to get a weight and just for five minutes alternate yeah. and yeah. just boom, pat. Um, oh, this is a good question for you, sis. What do you do when you think God is not answering your prayers? I mean, you have two choices. I'm about to go back to believe or not to believe. You have to believe that he hears you and go back to what's good. Go back to the good thought. We're supposed to think on good things. So if you're praying about a thing, then the good thought is that God hears me and maybe it's not right now. It's, it, the good thought is I need to trust his timing. His timing is perfect. His will is perfect for me. So he hears my, my prayers. It's not going, I'm praying, especially if you're praying his will, is not going to return unto you void. So you're just in a waiting period where you have to exercise patience. The other thing you can do is believe that he doesn't hear you. Your prayer is falling on deaf ears and there's going to be no response. And that's not good. That doesn't feel good. That is not, that doesn't serve the characteristics in the nature of the God that we serve. And so then we don't think on those things. So yeah. think on what's good in your prayer time. And make sure you're praying his will, because if you're praying something contradic contradictory to who God is, what he stands for, and it, then you need to examine that too, you know? So I always go back to the drawing board. If you feel, and that's another thing, if you feel like your prayers aren't getting through, mm -hmm. then we need to examine what are, what are our prayers aligning with? What will are they aligning with? Sometimes I believe that God's silence is the answer. And mm -hmm. oftentimes it can be because you've already asked the question and or the answer is in the word of God. Yeah. A lot of times when we're praying, praying, praying something that can be found in the word of God then the Lord will just go silent on us. And we feel like he's not answering, but it's not that he's not answering. It's that he has already answered. And so we have to be diligent in, in seeking the word and, and searching the word for ourselves. If it's a scriptures on finances, if it's scriptures on marriage, if it's scriptures on relationship, if it's scriptures on hurt, scriptures on pain, we've got to be intentional about what we are asking for and what we're praying about, because sometimes that silence is, I've already see on that. 
I have already said something and, and want you to really look in the word and gain your answer from there. And sometimes we hear and we don't know what we're hearing. Yeah, And sometimes that is because we don't spend enough time in the word to study ourselves yeah. to prove. And when you spend time in the word and you get to know God, you're getting to know his spirit and the Holy Spirit that resides in you always responds to the word of God. Yeah. He always responds to the will of God. So then we need to check our response because sometimes and then also receive the response because yes. sometimes when you feel like, man, he didn't answer sometimes. The answer is no, 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 no. That's what I was going to say. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's that you heard, but you but didn't you hear, hear what you wanted to hear. Yeah. So you saying that you didn't hear them at all yeah. when it's really, no, you heard them. He yeah. said what he said. You just didn't want him to say that. And and you trying to do a reroute. You want yeah. you want him to revamp and reset his his answer, and he already gave you the answer, and the answer is no. I'll never forget. I'm gonna tell this quick story. My grandmother, woman of God, woman of faith, she told me this testimony about how she was praying for a position, and so she felt in her spirit that the Lord had said no. She went to her pastor and the pastor said, she said, pastor, I believe that the Lord is telling me no. The pastor said, no, you're more than qualified. Pray again. So she fasted and prayed. And she said it was the first time she heard God audible. He gave her a no. Mm -hmm. She'd heard the no already. He gave her the no. She went to somebody else to confirm the no, then went back to God and still got the no. We have to believe the answer. Got to believe the answer. It boils back to believe. Okay. It's all back to That's believe. That's my word of the night. Believe. Believe. Jessica says, Cora, I didn't know you was live. What are the days? Listen, the days are typically Sunday, but I did a special, a special um day today with my God sister. And so um that's why y'all saw me today. But um, normally we do Sundays after three o'clock. You can catch me. Normally I do three o'clock if I'm not with my family or something of that nature. But Sundays at three o'clock or after three, you will see me um, on Call Me Cora. And uh, during the week, I do a 30 minute edition um, of Goodies, God and Glory Live. I try to do those twice a week during the week as well. So um, we have done everything that we need to do today. Uh, what type of water do I drink? Alkaline water is what I drink. Um, and it is awesome. I love alkaline water. So uh, that is what I drink. I am so glad that this was your first time watching V. I hope that you will come back again. God bless you. Okay, God bless us. God bless you. God bless yes. everyone. I'm going to ask my um, sister to pray us okay. out, and then uh, I will bid you all adieu. All right. All right. Okay. Abba Father, my Elohim, Yahweh, in the name of Yeshua, I give you honor. I give you glory. I give you praise. 
I thank you for being a marvelous God. You're wonderful in all your ways. Your ways are right. Your ways are what we desire. Your ways are what bring hope to us, bring joy to us, bring life. I thank you, Jesus, that you came, that we have life and life more abundantly. I thank you that we all have a heart to embark on that abundant life as your will for us is to be in good health and prosper. I thank you that right now in the kingdom, you are spreading the good news of health that we may steward our temple, which your spirit resides in, that we may know that we are truly valuable, that you cared enough for us. You thought enough for us to make us your dwelling place, mm -hmm. that we are so precious to you, that we're so value, valuable to you, that you find comfort in us as we draw strength from you. I thank you, Father God, that you are our strength. Mm -hmm. I thank you, God, that we can draw from you and that you are the great well that quenches every thirst, that we can drink from your well and we'll never thirst again. And it's a well that never runs dry. I thank you that you are consistent, God. I thank you, Father God, that you show us the great example on how to Go forth, Father God, of your will and your purpose through Jesus Christ, that we may be rewarded even in the end. And so I thank you, Father God, that I speak a blessing over your people, that they be in good health and prosper even as their soul prospers, Father God, that they may find beauty in the ashes and the dry places of their lives, Father God. Your word says, yea, though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we shall fear no evil for you are with us, Lord. Your rod and your staff, they comfort us. And that valley is a low place. It's a dry place. It's a desolate place. It's a place of hardship. It's a place of what do I do now? It's a place of where do I go now? It's a place of God, what do I do with my hands? What do I do with everything that you've placed before me? But I thank you that you point us back that it is a walkthrough yes. and you point us back that your strength, your rod and your staff, your word is with us. So Father God, there's protection. You are a great provider. So we thank you for provision in this moment, Father God, that you are providing us with all things that pertain to life and godliness, God. I thank you for this time here with my dear sister. I ask that you continue to bless her life. I ask that you continue to pull your oil on her, Father God, so that everything she touches will be blessed, Father God. Every word that wells out of her body, Father God, onto your people will edify their faith and advance the kingdom, moving it forward. Even mine, continue to equip us with the knowledge and wisdom, Father God, that only comes from you, Father God, and continue to equip us with the strength to carry out your will, Father God, that you may show what is holy and acceptable through both of us. We just give you honor. We give you glory. We give you praise. We thank you for every ear that is hearing right now, every eyes that are watching. We just ask that you strengthen us all, Father God. In Jesus' name, we give you honor. We give you glory. and We give you praise. Amen. Amen. So again, as I always tell you, I want you to speak well because the power of life and death is in your tongue. Whatever you speak, you will see. I want you to think well because God can do exceedingly and abundantly above anything you could ever ask or think. 
And as long as you are speaking well, as long as you are thinking well, then you should be able to produce well. Hey, this is my coach. This is my sister. This is my friend. Um, but we are a part of the Premier Team TC uh, VIP experience of coaching. So if you are interested in finding someone to help you along your health journey, go ahead and DM Premier Team TC. You can DM us on Instagram or you can go to Healthy Living with the Stevensons. And Getting Healthy with Team Steve. Team TC. Oh, getting healthy with Team TC on Facebook. on Facebook. You can um, message that group and we will get out a schedule to you as soon as we are available. But until then, we are loving you. So it should be really easy for you to do the same. Peace, 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 peace out.